it doesn't seem so long ago that I was perusing at Blockbuster and kind of came across a weird section of these cartoons and whatnot, which then would spiral me into a future full of anime and then sitting across from, obviously, my wife talking about it. Today's topic is very near and dear to me. It's not necessarily a great show, but I got to tell you, it's one hell of a rabbit hole to get into. So we're just going to talk a little bit about Guyver, the bio-boosted armor, uh, the different variations you can find, and a quite an interesting history behind it. So let's just get right into that shit. To the I Married a Wee podcast, it's your favorite anime podcast that sometimes releases episodes about shows that no one's ever watched, but we're still going to do it anyways because it's Thursday, baby. Hope the week's going well for you guys. Uh, and, and we got a weekend ahead, so hopefully you got something cool going on for that. Are you new here? Hi, my name's Tom, uh, resident weeb who has just been converting everyone around him into weebs. Um, including his wife. Uh, who are you over there? I'm Danielle. Mm, we like her. She's the best. And uh, you guys will come to know that uh, very shortly as we talk about the show. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. I married a weeb pod on Instagram. Got some nostalgic things I'm going to be posting on there, along with obviously you can find out which episode is what. Maybe see our little angel phase squeaky shoes. We uh, So cute. Finally big enough. We had uh, Danielle's sister was living in Japan and uh, hooked it up. She found a bunch of stuff at, uh, was it the Gap over there? Um, no. Well, I don't know if the squeaky shoes are, but she found a ton of Pokemon stuff at Toys R Us over That's there. what it was. Okay. And so we've just She's been waiting. Set. Faye has got the cutest backpack. She's got two backpacks. Two backpacks, one Eevee, one Pikachu. She's got the squeaky Pikachu shoes we've been waiting. She's finally big enough. She's finally walking. You'd think that sound would annoy the shit out of me, but I am in love with it because I know that she's out there just running her ass off with her matching Pikachu backpack. So. Yeah, so cute. And then <sighs> she's got a Pikachu and an Eevee sweater yep. with like a patch on it. And then she has a Pikachu. Uh, well, it's kind of like got rainbowy colored Pokeballs all over it. Sure. And then Pikachu like on the chest embroidered. It's so cute. Absolutely, darling. Uh, happy about that. Um, so you may even sometimes see that, which obviously was what was posted this week. Uh, you can find a link tree on there to get to our Discord talk anime with us, uh, both current and old. If you bring up Yu Yu Hakusho, you're going to be earning some points <laughs> with us. But uh, everyone's generally uh, great people. And so generous <laughs> if there's like one or two outliers. No, everyone's very cool. I love just chatting in there, rolling for waifus. Uh, posting cool phone backgrounds. Shout out to Haikage for that. He's always hooking it up. Um, and it's just a good time. So yeah, definitely. Uh, that's where you're going to get the most up-to-date news too, because that's, we're in there. So you can also find that Discord link in the description of this episode if you don't want to get onto the Instagram, which I totally, uh, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I too would just like to not get on most social but if you want a podcast to go anywhere you kind of got to shill it out so that's what we've just done and I thank you for your patience now are you not new here holy crap welcome back um, I know you're a true fan if you're coming back uh, to listen to this because again I don't think anyone watches this I think this is basically just a cult followed hyper niche interesting nostalgic mediocre story of an anime so you said that the subreddit for this is going strong now what does that mean i mean there's posts as of two days ago 10 days ago and they're talking about current stuff i guess figma um you know the uh figure maker makers are making a guyver one 2.0 uh that is just coming quote unquote soon but people are talking about some guys posting how he posted a YouTube video of building a Giver unit from scratch, 95% complete. You know, the fact that that can still be going on for a show that should have probably dissolved into nothing, it's just very impressive. I like the Giver itself. 
Yes, exactly. Or, um, zoids. Zoids. Zoinoids. <laughs> so Daniel hates it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so yeah, we kind of, what this is going to end up being a talking point of is there's been so many variations. So we're going to go through a little bit of the history. What we watched in preparation, we unfortunately didn't finish the newest iteration. Which it was actually, a valiant effort. We tried, but there's been so much stuff going on. Uh, you know, excuses, excuses, but we are now very motivated. We're very highly uh, going to keep going into that and we're going to get to the ending, but it was nice to see a contrast. So talk a little bit about that. So high level, if you guys don't know what this is and you're never going to watch it, so we'll just at least give you a quick high level of it is there's a corporation called Kronos and uh, they've essentially created these monsters well a man is escaping at the beginning of the show and he's got these three units in a case and you don't know what they are and yada yada he is in the process of becoming a zoonoid which is just basically a beast like they just alter human genetics and turn them into monsters and now they're super strong and well that's great uh overall classic old school storytelling of well if we do that and we make the monsters and then we take over the world and then we run the world yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Thanks, Kronos. <laughs> so, so anyways, this dude escapes with these three units. He ends up uh, going full on, I'm going to explode just to escape, yada, yada. Ends up, one of these units that looks like this little wheel shows up next to our main character, show and his friend, who is brutally <laughs> in the show, called fat like he just he doesn't <laughs> he didn't escape he just instantly was who, who had said that someone was like oh is that your fat friend right there it was well, one of the Kronos so people when they had gotten captured um one of the times you know soon after that's uh, right yeah they say that like oh your fat friend so <laughs> I, 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 was I was so taken aback i was like holy shit okay um it's the nineties, baby. No There's no feeling. You don't have your rights to your own feelings here. No. And, uh, so anywho, what ends up happening is the, the friend throws this unit, doesn't even know what it is, throws it at show. Show gets engulfed by this organic thing, which we come to find is a Giver unit. It is bio boosted armor, which turns him into a superhero and he can fight the Zoonoids. And just the problems that ensue and yada, yada. I know it doesn't sound that special and I don't think it's that special, but it is very special to me. Uh, as I mentioned, Blockbuster, okay? My anime career started there. My lovely mom, we would do family movie nights every week. We'd go there, we'd pick it out, pick out a movie, and then she'd be gracious enough to allow me to wander and find my cartoons. So this is how I, event this is how I eventually watched Ghost in the Shell um akira i believe this is also metropolis yeah i mean that was my induction into like that along with the television at the time now was dot hack sign something that you would run or was that on tv no so that is the unfortunate thing is i don't know if they ever had dot hack sign at my blockbuster uh the original sao is what i'll always consider it i don't know the lineage of that type of a uh, uh, that that subgenre of anime but what happened with that was saw the commercial. They were basically like, it's going to be a show on TV and a parallel game. I was like, but I like video games and I like television. What the hell did you just say? <laughs> so my, you know, being uh, very, very well taken care of on my uh, uprising uh, was purchased the dot hack game. And I fucking love this shit out. It was hard. It was a hard game for when you're a dumb what kid. What system? I think it was PlayStation 2. Don't mm. quote me on it, but I believe it was PS2. Okay. That, that tracks with the age you would have been. Probably. Yeah. 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 I mean, before that we were just on normal PlayStation playing Tekken two over and over and over. So I didn't have time for dot hack sign on the original PlayStation. Gotcha. You know, so I'm glad. Now that, Tekken is the one with the guy and then he has a son with that. That's Tekken, right? Honey, that description was so beautiful. <laughs> I just, if you said that in a, in, a, in a mall, people would turn and go, are you talking Tekken two right now? <laughs> Yeah, well, they're just it. like humans with superhuman strength, right? They're just are fighters they? with passion, baby. Fighters, okay. Yeah. yeah, it's the one, yes, the guy throws the dude off the yes, cliff. Yes, yes, You've yes, seen yes, that yes. a billion times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, love tech. We watched a, like a abbreviated montage on YouTube just so I can kind of, because it's, 
what was Tekken in? And I was like, what is this? Well, yeah. were we watching Wreck-It Ralph? Is, was there a Tekken game in Wreck-It Ralph? Maybe. I just I'm found out. To- Speaking of Wreck-It Ralph, I love the Segway generator herself. <laughs> Guys, round of applause for the beautiful lady sitting across the way there. That I just found out because I never put two and two together while watching it when he's in the uh, Villains Anonymous in Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. There's a rhino sitting there and I forget, I, I never connected it. That is the dude from Altered Beast. Rise from your grave. Mm-hmm. And me and you have been just talking about that game more than we've ever needed to. Yeah. I need to play it. Can you, if you buy that Switch extension, can you play that? Uh, is that a Nintendo? No, that's a that's Sega, but oh. I do have that one Sega thing with all the pre-built in oh. things and I know Altered Beast is on there. You don't oh. get the full game. Well, um, I don't know. In some cases, you don't get the full game, but mm. we're going to have to try that out. On that. your dad and uh, on your dad's little portable, which is so table, cool. They yeah. have a port, a table that they've acquired and you can play. Can you play that on there? Probably not. No, no. That's, so it's that's Pac-Man. What's the Galica. thing with the ship? That's Galica? Galica, yeah. Okay. I always want to call it Starfighter or something. I don't you know. You can if you want. Um, What else do they have on there? A bunch of games. Dig Dug's probably on there. All the classics like that, but it's on a table. And Wait, you is play Dig Dug play- like from Wreck-It Ralph? No. Well, no, no that's, no, that's Felix. So Fix-It Felix. That's Fix-It Felix. Okay, I gotta do it. Yeah, Dig Dug yeah, yeah. is a classic arcade game. Mm. It's okay. You didn't play these. I, <laughs> I, I, listen, you're looking at me like I'm judging you. You do your thing. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, An interesting, the amount of side tangents i am side tangenting side tangents let me go into dig dug yeah 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 at one point one of my buddies sean Mm. i've known him since i was five a little bit of contact so i naturally hung out with him countless amounts of times in my life well i remember i went over there one time and i think he got it from someone but it was like a hey i got this thing for the dreamcast it was like a pirated weird disc back in the day and it had thousands of games on it like all like old school ones or whatever like it was crappy ports so you could i mean the games had to have been freaking a megabyte a piece so yeah you could fit like a shit ton of them on the disc or whatever well we're scrolling through one time and it was dig dug and then there was dick dug and we're like what <laughs> what what the hell is a dick dug oh no it was legitimately just a modded version of dig dug where you were a, a cock and <laughs> he has this little vacuum line that comes out well it comes right out the penis oh gosh yeah dick dug but what is Dig Dug. Dig Dug is just a classic arcade game where you're you're digging. Oh, digging. You've okay. dug, and then you like can shoot out like this little pump thing into the enemies, and then pump them up until they explode or whatever. Oh, we got to go through the classics, I guess. You and I. Yeah. So, anyways, let's go back. So then it was Altered Beasts, and then let's go back. We were talking Wreck It Ralph. Well, no, we were talking about. Well, and then Anonymous. You were talking about Rhino. That's how it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah, so yeah, now yeah. let's peel oh. back to what were oh. we at before that? Tekken. Oh, okay. And then <laughs> <laughs> trying to slowly claw my fucking self back. <laughs> back to the topic. Uh, anywho, yeah, so, so, oh, Blockbuster. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that's just how I would be exposed to it. And this was one of those situations where Guyver, for some reason, struck. It was like, it's this hyper-violent you know, one of the, one of the scenes in it, it's in episode one. Yeah. As he becomes the Giver, he literally is toe to toe with this zoonoid. You're going to hear that word a lot. And it's not a fun <laughs> word. <laughs> I'm so annoyed with it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he like grasps palms. It's a, actually a pretty cute embrace. If there was a different music tone over it, it could have been really cute. <laughs> Well, they're like, how is he doing it? And then the guy, he just a little bit of steam comes out of his face. And then he just cranks this dude's wrist. And in the original <laughs> one from 19. So what, what was that from 1989 to 1992? There was a set of two OVAs, six episodes apiece, which is called Guyver, the bio boosted armor. Now, anywho, so it was <laughs> in this version. He just does this quick move and legit, you see the bones snap. And a out, lot of blood. A lot of blood. The bones snap out of the arm. I'm like sitting there seven glazed over eyes going, yeah, this is, this is it. <laughs> this is anime, baby. My mom's like, she didn't even know what the hell she rented me. She doesn't know I'm up there going, blood. Do you think she, do you think she would have cared? Your mom, I mean, you guys watched Chucky when you were really young. No, so. yeah. So the, and 
my mom was very open to, and it was very trusting in the media sense of things. Like, um, yeah, when we were young, we'd watch scary movies way too young. I mean, it scarred me. My sister <laughs> loved Chucky. So we'd watch that movie occasionally. I, it became an absolute fear of dolls for me. Uh, and then my sister, she was a very good old sister. She did help me out by then scaring me with dolls. <laughs> To the point where Tom to, yeah. does not like any of my dolls. They're still in boxes, although Faye's not old enough. Yet, well, but. it's fine. I'm not saying you can't take them out. It's not to that point. But what I'm saying is if one moves and looks at me, <laughs> I'm going to light the fucking house on fire. <laughs> um, but Some no, Annabelle so, type shit. So, yeah. So when it came to that and even just like rated our movies and things like that, we were always fine. Because it's like if, she, if boobs came up on the screen, mm. like she knew me and my sister would just block it out. And then of course, obviously then gaps started forming in the fingers. And then eventually I just didn't even bother. And she's like, Hey, aren't you going to cover your eyes? I'm like, no, not today. It's boob time. Uh, but in, in, in another, uh, may I side tangent one more time? Yeah. Okay. Going back to blockbuster and then we'll talk about the Giver. Uh, we were there one time and for N64, there was Conker's bad fur day. One of my favorite N64 games ever. It was taking this sweet, character conquer but turning it into a mature game the ratings were starting to come up and this was not rated t which is what i was normally used to this was rated m and i am mm. i was not of rated m age i'll tell you that much now I, i'm sorry was it bad for a day or bad fur day conquer's bad fur day f-u-r okay day. okay okay yeah. uh, basically the story of this cute character or once cute character is actually an alcoholic who went to the bar got drunk um that just turns into this whole thing, which then turns into parodies. There's a matrix portion of the game. There's a bunch of stuff. There's an entire level. that's just shit. Like it's just poop. Oh, okay. Uh, but it was a blast of a game back in the day. But we're at Blockbuster. I'm like, oh, my, I want to play this one. She's like, yeah, fine. Grab it. Let's go get up to the counter. And I've said this before, I think, but you're going to hear it again. Sorry. Um, put it up there. And the guy looks at the game, looks at me, <laughs> looks at my mind. He goes, you know, this is rated M, right? She's like, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> well, it's not, it's so it's like, it's for like 17 and older, you know, are, are you okay? You can rent it obviously, but like, are you okay with him playing it? Okay. Listen, blockbuster guy, she's already said we're good. You don't get paid enough. Ring the fucker out. Okay. And then we'll be out. No. So what he does is, you know, question is she turns to me, she goes, he goes, like, he must've said like, well, are, can he play this? Like, are you fine with this? She turns to me, she goes, well, can you play it? I was like, yeah, I think so. And then she goes, give him the game. Your mom That's is a G. A, she is. And you know what? We can say it because uh, as of, so this is being uploaded on a Thursday, the day after the original air date of this episode, like a to extend a huge happy birthday to my mom. Uh, She's the best. So that's she is the it. best. I think one of our only family members that listens to the podcast. That's right. Well, <laughs> admittedly, it's not the easiest one to listen to. No, but she's a trooper. And mm, even yes. though she doesn't understand most of it, she's but very she's supportive. Been, but she watches stuff too. She does. She and did. that's also why she's a G. Yeah. I wish she would watch some with us. We should have a movie night. Yeah. Did she watch? She watched Perfect Blue actually recently. Oh. Yeah, because we own it, did we? Yeah, yeah. We don't need to get into it. No, we own it digitally and we mm -hmm. gave her the password. Oh, okay. I'll okay. share that shit any day of the week. <laughs> Got a problem with that, anyone? <laughs> um, yes. So, anywho, uh, let's get back into the Giver. But first, mm. one just quick bit of news. I guess the director of Metropolis, the classic anime film. Uh, oh, my gosh. We watched Metro Metropolis. We did. We weren't too it big It was terrible. <laughs> It, it doesn't hold up narr in a narrative sense. It, it's still a very stylized, beautiful movie, but yeah, it's not fun it was to rough. watch anymore. Uh, but I guess he he's returning to direct a short film after 14 years at Studio M2. Um, so the short movie will be a silent anime depicting behind-the-scenes stories of um, a different film directed. Um, okay. By Sadao Yamanaka, as well as his effort to produce it. He died in 1938 at the age of 28. He played an active role in the period when 
Japanese films transitioned from silent films to talkies. That's why they're doing that, but it's going to be kind of like this short film. Uh, it looks like they've got uh, Otomo, who I think helped, he had helped on Akira and Steam Boy. He's designing the characters. Mm. Uh, Toshiyuki Honda, who had helped on Metropolis and Tokyo Babylon, is going to be composing the music. Um, and then I guess Maruyama is doing the planning. He had done some stuff I've never heard of. Now, this is potentially really mean and offensive. Oh, These wait. fuckers are still alive and able to work. <laughs> Those movies seem so old to me. Like, I feel like it's they the like have... It's the 80s. It's not the, <laughs> it's not the twos. <laughs> You're too funny. No, I mean, yeah, who knows? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe with the success. You know how, like, the, the rich and the famous, they generally... Well, there's a lot that die young, but there's a lot that... With no stress like in their Cameron? life. James Cameron? James Cameron, <laughs> Avatar for Life, baby. I'm um, surprised he, you know, stuck it out long enough to to see that. <laughs> that's true. It's taken right? way too long. Speaking of way too long, our side tangents. Our side tangents. Yeah. No, I'm saying it to myself, not mm. to you. You okay. do. Do you have anything else to say to that? Mm -mm. You want to grill into James Cameron one more time? Yeah, I don't like the guy. You don't like him. I mean, I probably, if I met him and I knew him, sure. I probably wouldn't. I don't think we would mesh. His movies are okay. Sure. And I don't think you need to like everyone on the planet. I think as long as you're just nice in public, that's fine. Yeah. I'll yeah. be nice to your face. Walk away though, bitch. Dude, I'll talk uh, about you. Wow. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> James Cameron, I, I gotta tell you, I kind of want to meet the guy and go, I don't know what you did to my wife, <laughs> but you better chill it, brother, because she's pissed. Yeah, and he'll be like, well, talk to my millions of dollars. True, he did do... Loser. I'm pretty sure he did Terminator 2, which is like... I haven't seen any of the... You haven't seen T2, are you fucking I haven't seen Terminator. Me? This is fucking preposterous. I don't okay, know so, what I did okay, with my gonna, life before. We're going to make you like James Cameron then, because we're going to go back to his good movies, okay? Avatar, yeah, it's a tech demo, good on him, but... Well, didn't James Cameron also do Titanic? Titanic yeah, would you love Titanic? Um... <laughs> I mean, are you saying that because I'm a woman? I have to love Titanic? Of course. <laughs> the two VHS copy? Absolutely. Oh, no, that was Ridley Scott. I was like, did Alien. James Cameron do Alien that I am? No, he didn't, though. No, no. I like so, Ridley Scott movies a little bit. That's great. You're allowed to. Side tangent I, over. That's it. Do you know who I like? The Giver. I like <laughs> show from The Giver. Now, a quick little uh, refresh on what's happened with The Giver. So it's a manga. Do you remember what years that was going from? Did you still have um, that up? Hold on. Yes. Mm. So 85. Mm -hmm. And then what I could not identify was it's it the says end point. From, <laughs> it was 2016. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I don't So I don't know if this is still relevant. I don't know what's happening, but so it started in 1985. We got a single 50 minute OVA in 1986 called Giver Out of Control which actually, a little fun fact about Guy Out of Control, is if you uh, go onto the IMDb, you'll actually see in the trivia section that actor Mark Lucas, or Blucas, however you want to say it, who played Riley Finn in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, actually said that he's a big Guyver fan. And that said that it made him scared when he was a kid and his, when his friend's uh, dad showed him the film. Uh, so there you go. That's about as, as high tier level celebrities are going to get that says that they know Giver. A very interesting design, you know, steam coming out of these vents in the thing, a control metal, this fin. It forever, the Giver forever made me obsessed with a blade coming out of the elbow. Mm. Uh, there were even days when I'd get to playing RuneScape, the, our, you know, the online RPG. And I would sit there and just dream. I'm like, man, imagine if they, I'd be on the bus, you know, sleep absolutely out of my life at this point because video <laughs> games have taken over and I'm just sitting there going, it'd be cool if like you could collect a helmet and get the whole set. And if you collect the whole set, you can become the Giver in RuneScape. <laughs> no one, I, who the no one would fucking make that connection. Apparently I did. Um, cause the two don't match. They, they don't, they don't vibe. One sci-fi and one is, what is RuneScape? Is that like medieval? Would you yeah, classify that as? Yeah, it's fantasy. Yes. Uh, so 1986, we got that and then must have gotten enough traction. Like 
and, and enough cult following going on that 1989 to 1992, as we'd mentioned, there was two sets of OVAs, six episodes apiece, which just go by Guyver the Bio-Boosted Armor 1 and 2. From there, this is where it gets very impressive because I can't understate how, like, I don't know who was doing the scouting, how this spread to America, but at some point in that slight little three-year range, 1991, there was an actual live-action Giver film created. The prosthetics were actually fucking it's dope. If someone can find like the, the screen used for that was a nice costume. It was great. But here's the most impressive part. Imagine a no name movie. You know, you got a bunch of people in it, including Jimmy J.J. Walker, who uh, striker as as that. And he's he's just um, he was on good times airplane like that guy's got a mm. that's not the most impressive part. The most impressive part is. They got Mark Hamill to be the detective in this. So again, this is the Giver that no one's heard of, right? How? I don't know. We did. I did have this on DVD. That's where all the budget went for and the movie. And I can movie. tell you, when the, when the unit starts to take over the actor in the movie, the CG, the prosthetics, everything was great in the movie. It's just one hell of a movie to sit through. Okay. <laughs> the pacing's off. I think most of the budget went into the suit. Mm-hmm. And Mark Hamill's pockets. Probably. And Mark Hamill's pockets. Because he maybe. was already star. He was already Luke Skywalker at this point. He was adult Mark Hamill. I believe. Yes. Yeah. Because because Star Wars was 77. Mm. That was a new hope was in 77. And then, you know, pick your poison with the rest of the movies or whatever. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I mean, he was established at this point. How how do you go? <laughs> from Star Wars to Giver, I don't know. It now, sounds like I don't like it because now, I love it. I wonder if, because obviously Mark Hamill has a, what is it called? A rep? Yeah, sure. Um, or an an agent. agent. There it is. And Mark Hamill, let's say he, and this is all just conjecture at this point. But sure. If his agent knows what he likes in a personal sense, maybe this was a passion project. Maybe it, it he, could have been. Maybe he knew of the Giver. Maybe he isn't one to be held down. The Zoonoids looked a little, little <laughs> brutal in this movie. <laughs> I think we started it and we we did. But I don't it. think you had the love of the Giver yet. And actually, you hated it so much. I actually got rid of this DVD. <laughs> and it's sad because I kind of want to watch it again. Oh, honey, it's fine. Oh, why no. do you do that? Because I, the, well, I'll tell you, you, you really hated that fucking movie. Like I actually, I think it was days where we were over it. And then you just look at me and go, that movie sucked. I'm like, okay, you know? Oh, that's hilarious. But, um, a live action was created and you think, wow, that's insane. Especially considered, you know, um, the guy behind who did special effects for Predator, was the director of the movie Drive in 1997. He did the makeup on Planet of the Apes in 2001. We're talking Steve Wang, who, you know, that's a name there. He directed this. The name, I don't know. So what you're saying is it should have worked. Not that it should have worked, just like, how, how, (laughs) who who produced this? Hmm. Oh, I'll tell you who. It was from the producer. I think it said it on the case here. It was also called Mutantronics. Oh. In different countries, I think. But it was from the producer of Reanimator, which is not something I've seen, hmm. but I've heard of. Hmm. So anyhow, enough gloating on that. So you get this movie and you think, oh, okay, well, they bit off a little too much. You know, it just didn't translate. Or maybe it did, but and it maybe it was decent enough in 91. Obviously, I liked enough and I bought it, but apparently it doesn't hold up anymore. So they ended up doing a second live action in 1994 called the Giver Dark Hero. If you watch the trailer, you don't even see a single Zoonoid. You just see uh, our main character getting shot at, deflecting the bullets back at them. He's in some type of warehouse. There's a guy in a uh, drug rug hoodie a red bandana he looks like he's in a fucking gang or something and then guy just walks up and starts kicking throwing people into cars 
and he's just beating the shit out of humans. And I'm like, okay, where's the Zoenoids? <laughs> they didn't have the budget for that. So I'd actually love to maybe do, you know, cause we've been trying, we, we definitely want to schedule another watch with us. Oh no. Maybe a watch with us of oh, Giver no. <laughs> featuring Mark Hamill would allow us to all one, you know, as long as everyone's of age in the discord that wants to partake in this, maybe we take shots every time that we laugh. <laughs> And maybe, maybe that's more than we think that we're going to. Everyone ends up dead. Well, okay. Maybe it's not a good idea. <laughs> no, actually, no, imagine this. It's actually such a brutal movie that they don't even laugh. <laughs> Everyone's just sober and hating it. Could you imagine? Oh, that's funny. Uh, so all this to be said, it's just, it's like, it's, it's, it's had its thing. Big fan of the anime, as I mentioned just brutal it was this age in the 90s of this hyper violent stuff it it fit in do do i think it was one of the top things back in the day personally yes but was it no well it just ends this the 12 episodes you get it just ends and you're like but we need more where where are we with this and that's where 2005 to 2006 uh guyver the bio boosted armor don't mistake in. where the L go or the, the, the goes. So yeah, on the DVD cases, basically you get the Giver bio-boosted armor, which I believe <laughs> was the older one. Yes. And then there's Giver the bio-boosted armor, which is the new one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I think as far as the lore goes, it that tracks. <laughs> uh, but this was, I guess, a very faithful to the source material, the manga. It was a revival at the time, I will tell you, so our complaint is that the show is just kind of, it's very simplistic. It doesn't have the grit and the, the detail of the original anime that we had watched, but... And the animation can be rough. It can, but the, the perks of this one are that it has an ending. Mm. So that's why we purchased it and we were going to try and trek our way to the end. But honestly, and, for, and frankly, with none of you guys ever have actually seen this, it's, the great thing is... is there wasn't pressure to finish it. We, we just got far enough into the story that we actually matched the 12 episode to 12 episodes so we could have a direct comparison between the two. And I got to mm. say, the art style is not like, it's not shitty. It's 2005, 2006. It was nice. I think this was, there were some impressive effects going on when the beams are blasting, when certain things, it's just obviously you could tell there's certain parts of the episode that maybe lack a little bit. Mm. Uh, what do you think? Cause I, I'm, I'm so stricken with obviously bias and nostalgia towards this from an outward perspective and, and looking at it as a mediocre superhero horror. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the Giver? Let's hear from someone who's got as a, a whole. Yeah. As a whole. What do you think? So I, I do. I do like a good story like Spider-Man, which is my favorite superhero, I would say, in between him and Batman. Uh, a no superhero, love for Iron Man? Um, I don't know. We can, we we can, can divulge on that. that. Sure, sure. Um, but a hero that didn't mean or want to be one, do you know? Like, yeah. show in Guyver, unfortunately is forced into the situation. He's very quiet, um, you know, doesn't really want to be in the limelight. Now he has to be. And he's trying to navigate not only just being a teenager and figuring out his feelings with this girl, now he also has to figure out this whole new thing. Yeah. Well, it's the, um, anti, it's the anti-hero, the mistaken hero, that then has to almost learn if he can handle being a hero. Which actually is something we can devolve into. I want to let you finish, obviously, but we can devolve into kind of, there's some interesting takes on the hero thing here, but mm-hmm. we'll get into that. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, there's a reason why when we watched what you had owned originally, The yeah. Giver, and it didn't end, and I did enjoy it, um, although in retrospect, I barely remembered what I watched <laughs> when we started watching Giver the bio boosted armor. Sure. Um, but I mean, yeah, I don't know if I can quantify why I like it. I don't know if it's because you like it so much. Now I like it so much. It could be a thing. Um, 
I don't, I don't like the remastered one. Okay. We will have to see how it, if we still have what, 12 episodes to go. I was going to say, once you see that this actually concludes, maybe that'll put you over that hump. Because yeah, the art style, it's incomparable. I think we are always, oh, excuse me, moving the mic. Uh, We are bigger fans of old school grit. Yeah. So I like your suggestion one time of like, if we did want to revisit this in the future and watch it, we watch the old one. And then maybe depending on how the ending is, we either cut our losses or, <laughs> or we just, what did you say? Start up from the remastered to the end yeah, to finish the story. Um, but no, I mean, I do enjoy it. Um, I always like a dark, mysterious side man, which is, you know, the student council president. Absolutely. Um, Kaicho. Um, but no, um, yeah, no, I like it. I do like, as we were kind of going through the original one more time, some of the characters are a little, their personalities are a little different. Yeah. But that's interesting now that we've read, read some reviews that the remastered one is more. So I wonder if the character, like, um, the sister, whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, Mizuki, if she actually acts more like in the remastered one than in the older. Exactly. So that's something that I wish maybe I'll go when I have some ample free time, which is never, um, <laughs> I will go and read the Giver and kind of see for myself because, well, you know, you never know what's taken for liberties. Exactly. And you we, know. in you know, the, the original one we'd watch in dub. We watched mm. the newest one in sub. It was something impressive. And well, it's not impressive. It's just, it's a nice, happy coincidence. Uh, Mizuki Sagawa, who is the sister in this, her voice actress in the Japanese, I believe. Well, I'm not sure if this was, I'm not sure. But one of the voice actresses behind that character is Nana Mizuki. Mizuki Mizuki. Oh. Yeah. Kind of nice. That's cute. We'll take it. We'll take it indeed. Um, rewatching it more with like the fully paying attention uh, vibe and really trying to critically look at the show. Obviously, again, I can tell you that it's like this isn't a phenomenal show. It's not going to break the bank. It's not even one that I can fully recommend if you've got a huge list ahead. But it's something that I find to be a very interesting kind of it's different kind of like in the realm of anime, this premise isn't like crazy different, but just the armor is super cool. It's like the, the design of each of these things is, is, is quite interesting, especially when you realize that there's three Giver units, Giver unit two, um, which is the one that the detective takes or is it Giver unit? Yes. Cause it's dark Giver, Giver three. three. That is one of the most badass looking things ever guy three, three is, is yeah dope. he's got double arm blades which remember how i said i liked it once i like <laughs> it twice too two arm blades is fucking nasty in a I good like, way yeah i like his extra kind of stuff on his helmet too he's got extra like spikies mm-hmm. and very weird uses of the suit because in, in, in it could only work obviously in an anime capacity but the mega What's it called? Mega Smasher. Mega Smasher. Otherwise, uh, we just call it Booby Blaster. So the Giver suit actually has two cannons, one under each pack, and he just can open his pack up and shoot. It is one of the weirdest powers ever. It looks (laughs) odd. Everything's super weird. But then when he's getting into a pinch, you're like, rip them, rip it out, Uh give him a Booby Blast. Between that, the ultrasonic elbow blades. I mean, it it honestly adds, which is kind of... Um, to me, a comical point of some of the fights is he just randomly does new shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Suddenly and it's like, oh, can, you can do this now. Okay. Yeah, ultrasonic scream that yep. just makes them disappear. Like they just fragment and disappear into nothingness. And yeah. Then the story gets a little bit deeper and it starts going into actually technically zoonoids are the next step for humans and aliens are what have brought them to the planet. And then you start talking about Zoa Lords and then you're like, okay, this is like Power Rangers. It, yeah, it's like a very dark Power Ranger is is the way I'd put it. Hmm. 
who isn't afraid to literally just crush arms, slash <laughs> shit in half, you know, booby blast. And I think that, and I'm sorry to cut you no, off. No, no. I think that's what I look forward to and I hope they do divulge in, you know, when we continue on and finish the show yeah. is I want to learn more about the Zoa Lords and like the history and yes. where did these fuckers come from? That's just it. We've been cucked from watching the original a couple times and it's like, okay. Because the original stops after like a, an episode or two after you find out that one of the guys who's saved their ass in the crew is a Zoa Lord. Yes, but he's not one of the 12. Yes like official Zoa Lord. So it's like, okay, so now there's another one. Yeah, I don't so even who, know what these are. Who is this? <laughs> but I know there's an extra one now. Yeah. So it, it's very loose storytelling. Mm -hmm. But I got to tell you where it does, the new one does actually lean more into some emotion though. The first one is more just like cool. The first um, anime, I should say, referring to the old 90s one. More so just about cool, gritty fighting transformation scenes because they the zoonoid transformations in the original were way better than the new show mm -hmm. but and more gore and if you watched on the special features of the second set of ovas uh you could actually go to the special features click on the <laughs> episode 12 japanese version and if you pause at a certain time you can actually see uh the the clothes are ripped off of a girl at the end and i'll tell you what preteen tom was like nice <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, she was stacked. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's anime for you. <laughs> that's certainly anime for you. And, uh, but the new one is leaning into, yeah, as I was kind of saying, the relationship between Sho and his dad, because a very pivotal thing, spoiler, spoiler, you guys aren't going to watch it. Or if you are here and you've watched it, you already know. Um, uh, Sho's dad ends up being, captured and turned into a zoonoid without you knowing show is trying to escape with them and then suddenly he gets activated and now it's like crap i can't fight my dad and it's this thing and in the original it's like oh yeah that's yeah you wouldn't want to do that to your dad but they put so much emphasis on showing that this single father raising show it's you know they both miss the mom he's a dad who's just trying his best doesn't know exactly how to handle his son but is is so sweet. It's like having it's so Mr. Rusting, I think. It's like, like Mr. Rogers as your father. Yeah. Which I think is so beautiful in the story. And I actually hope that I would be like this with our children is you have to, you know, raise your children a certain way, you know, yep. and kind of trust that you're doing the right thing. And then when they come to a certain age, because it, it happens with every child. Yeah. They get to a certain age and you kind of can't, I don't want to say control, but an influence kind of sounds bad, but you know what I mean? Yeah. You kind of get to a point, they kind of got to make their own choices. Exactly. And the dad knows like, oh, my son's been being really weird. I kind of want to talk to him, but. He'll come to me. If, yeah, yeah. Which is a beautiful and unfortunately show feels like he can't come to this with yes. his dad, which is so sad. Well, and there's such a, they, they divulge into so much more, even including the dad kind of talking about, you know, show, you know, when, when we were at your mother's funeral, you didn't cry. And it's cause you were, you know, you were trying to be strong for me, but then when everyone left, I saw you cry and it's just so, it's just so sweet because yeah, it's not, obviously family's not easy. And then talking to your parents aren't easy, but like it had a sense of realness in it that was like, this part was written very well mm -hmm. and to the point where the scene of them reminiscing over the mom, it was like I was a fly on the wall of like a weird transcendence in a relationship of finally being able to talk about the mom and be comfortable and just like have a moment. Mm. Um, so between that and then the weird hero identity crisis that was my elbow on the desk did oh, you hear okay, yeah. yeah sorry about like that. that scared the shit out of me i'm making unnecessary noises i've, I've moved my <laughs> microphone i'm elbowing the table guyver's got me absolutely stoked over here okay Guyver. uh which is something interesting when the three different units are calling on the guyver suit to come out mm -hmm. because it's like ingrained in their back mm -hmm. yada yada you already know that danielle like, no, they they're all like have Neo. Yeah, they all have different terms. The yeah. main character show, he screams Guyver. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, hence why I did that. I wasn't just doing that because I'm, you know, real <laughs> hyped. Uh, then one of them says BioBoost. Uh, BioBoost, which I think is was Dark Gun. Yes. Gundam. Whoops. Dark Giver. <laughs> and then the other guy says like uh, Enhance or something yeah. weird like that. Mm-hmm. BioBoost. No, that was we. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> okay. Forgive me. Anyways. But anywho, between that, it was the, the, the relationship building that's actually oddly very well done considering like the show seems like it wasn't fully budgeted like too crazy because again no one's gonna put their full budget into something like this i don't think but i mean it does create such a cult following that there's people still out there collecting figures and all that good stuff but the other powerful point here was a pretty cool hero identity crisis now at a point pretty relatively early on in the show they've got this control metal on the helmet which is what's regulating the suit and all this shit they don't really get into the details i don't think you need to because well it's not real so (laughs) (laughs) so at one point we got enzyme ripping it out of the head way more brutal in the original anime oh yeah they're yeah tendrils coming it's so nasty yeah uh and once that happens, show like the suit kind of like implodes on itself and starts to deteriorate and then an enzyme. It, and so show, show dies. Mm. Our main character is dead, gone. Control metal is brought to Kronos. And you think, well, this is, this is weird. <laughs> and where does the show go from where here? Where does it go? And where then, does show go from here? Right. And then we start getting a little <laughs> nice. <laughs> we start getting a little tentai. At Kronos, because out of, the, <laughs> out of the control metal starts to get the tendrils. Mm. Well, suddenly Giver 1 is there again. And I got to tell you, in a non-biased way, what a twist. Okay. Did M. Night Shyamalan write this <laughs> motherfucker? So suddenly the suit's there. And then it's like, wait, what? Who are you? And then show's like, oh, yeah, here, I'm here to save you or whatever. And he's like, show, wait, what? I watched you die. And you're like, wait, what the hell? But then the friend, not being a real G, goes, that's so weird. Yeah, you were definitely dead. Yeah, you were fucking dead as a doornail. But um, anyways, you're alive now. So, like, are you are you a clone? Or, like, maybe you're a clone? He goes, anyways, forget about that. And then show's like, am I a clone? Yeah. Okay, well, now, mind fuck. Our main character doesn't even know if he's the real him or not anymore. Why did you do that? Uh, what was his name? Tetsuro? Yeah. Tetsuro, you, and this is to quote Kronos, you fat fucker. <laughs> what were you doing for your friend right there? That's not very nice, Kronos. Although, I if, didn't you say saw, Kronos did. if you saw your friend die and then your friend is magically there, I think you would just be so shocked. Yeah, I don't know if I'd start going into a thesis on what might be happening i'd be like oh holy shit i'm shocked because i thought you were dead that's what i'd say i wouldn't say you were dead dude oh i'd make it more like you know like man dude i saw you like anyways anyways yeah yeah we got to get the hell out of (laughs) here because you're the guyver and i'm not i'm actually just a guy with glasses who screams show show it's more than any main like girl seriously it was it was a pretty big contender for Inuyasha and Kagome. Yeah. I'm honest, a one-sided name screaming. Yeah. So it was very cool. Cause then the next episode is a weird, and that's what kind of starts prompting the relationship with the dad and how the dad's like, why is he acting so weird and whatever? But it's this struggle between if he's the real him or not, and you're like, man, some shows could have, yeah, just glazed over like, oh, look, the suit brings him back. And I was like, yeah, that's a sick power. Let's keep it going. But it's like, yeah, then it gets into a little ghost in the shell type of deal. Like, is this the real show? He did have a birthmark still. So it's like, I mean, clearly the Guyver suit copy pasted that thing to the T, baby. Okay. To the point where I think every cell was exactly where it needed to be. Uh, yeah, just, just a cool little extra addition so we're clearly getting a bit more narrative in the new one Mm -hmm. which i'm stoked to to get now i don't really and i commented this to you i don't know if i'm have a very finite mind but if i came back like if i was in show's position yeah and it's hard because i can't but if i were to die and then come back to life yeah Knowing that my cells were put together from this thing, 
I don't think I would really dwell on it that much. Yeah. You just sit there and go, well, that was weird. Anyways. (laughs) I don't think think I'd have an identity crisis. Yeah. I just let out a big stretch. Go, that was weird. Anyways. (laughs) Glad to be back. Hey, Dan, where's breakfast? (laughs) You know, oh, and the dad keeping the meal out and it got cold. He was sleeping at the table. The dad's the MVP right now. Sweetest guy, but dumb. You know, the bus stop, him getting kidnapped. Come on. You're you're a man. Let's read the signs. That was definitely not a bus driving towards you. Just take a little run. Granted, it was zoonoids. I I don't know if I can (laughs) outrun a zoonoid. I don't even know how fast a zoonoid runs. They do seem, they don't seem very limber. No, just big old. They're just brutes. And you got some that look like a bat. Some like eh. yeah. I, I think I, at this point, I think you wish you had the Giver suit so you could insta heal. What happened to that? Oh my gosh, guys, it's not looking good. Yeah. <laughs> um, trying went, to finish work, and then Daniel comes. Goes, didn't you hear me say fuck like a I million like, times? Um, I was like, what? I have a KitchenAid, um, like food chopper, and I was gonna juline some carrots yeah. and I was taking the blade out and I went to put it on the counter and it slipped out of my hands and no I didn't go and reach for it but yeah. the velocity of it falling on the counter at the perfect angle ricocheted back up at me and hit my hand more so my pinky finger on yeah. my right hand very unfortunate I am gushing blood um, and I immediately I'm just looking at it. I'm like oh fuck fuck yeah <laughs> and then I say it loud enough to where I think we live on a ranch, so it's not going up floors or anything. I thought for sure Tom was going to hear me and come rushing in. And what did you do this time? Yeah, no, but and this is a you know two shout outs. One to my work ethic because I am working from home, so I was working. So you were tuning everything out. Yes, I was really just trying to get down to the nitty gritty of that. But then shout out number two. Uh, feel free to also reach out to sponsor the podcast. KitchenAid Blades, apparently really sharp because yeah. it gouged our counter. Yeah. Granted, it's a crappy counter, but gouged the counter, bounced up, cut your finger. I mean, multitasking, that ain't no dull stuff. So if you want a good food processor, uh, just very careful with the blades, please. Yeah. Uh, KitchenAid, baby. That's so, it. yeah. So my finger would not stop bleeding. Yeah. I mean, it would slow, but it took a while. Yeah. So it took quite a bit. Tom had to finish making dinner for me because I'm just holding pressure on my finger. Yeah. It's pretty deep. It is my full pinky fingertip. It's not, it, it, it's a long cut. And yeah, it is. It's, it's a good, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty a, rough. It's probably a sixth of an inch into your finger. And oh yeah. Which normally would be like, well, it's not that deep. Daniel's pinky finger <laughs> is the teeniest little cutest little thing. <laughs> like to the point where it's like, yeah, we're trying to to tighten a bandage around it. And, and uh, her her dad is like the king of super gluing. Like, you know, he gets cuts as a contractor and he's like super gluing all. So he takes a look and he's like trying to close it up and use a band-aid or whatever. And he's like. Your fingers just so small. <laughs> how, how do we do Can't this? Even like wrap the his and his fingers are so big, yeah. like trying to maneuver the band aid. Yeah. And what sucks is we got the bleeding stopped, you know, well enough to where we could put a band aid over it. Yeah, you know, make it nice and tight to really, you know, get the blood to stop <clears throat> coming out and to kind of get that closing up. Well, you know, see my dad, and I'm like, hey. Should we change this Band-Aid and put something else on, whatever, because he mentioned that. Uh, the Band-Aids I bought, which I love because I can wear them, you know, washing my hands and whatever, and they don't get gross and fall off, uh, were maybe a little too sticky. And so we ripped it back open, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> trying to take the Band-Aid off. And that pain mm. of instantly knowing, because I didn't see it, but I felt it. I was like, oh, Fuck, here it goes again. And it was just a gusher everywhere. I'm like, oh man. So now I got two butterflies holding it closed. My hand has been so cold ever since cutting it. Tom's like, your hands feel warm. I'm like, but it's cold. (laughs) The blood is leaving. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going anemic out. (laughs) (laughs) And then my dad, when I was in the basement with him, like putting up like a 
paper towel over the freshly. It's so funny if no one knows oh. the fact that they're living down there and just the statement of, so I was in the basement with my father. We were looking at the cut on my finger. It's like, what is going on in that household? Uh, yeah, they're currently living in our basement as they're renovating their house before moving in. Anywho, my dad's like, your blood is really thin. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I mean, it's good. Well, is it? it's not good when you get cuts, obviously. Yeah. Um, but then I like kept thinking like, should I get my blood checked? Like, should it be this then? I don't know. No, I think if it was. <clears throat> I guess you don't want your blood thick. You don't want it too thin. Actually, I think that's a condition. Because then like if you Isn't get cut, an, like you anemia? can't. Or no. I, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I think that's iron levels. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not a doctor. <clears throat> I, me neither. Um, so yeah, that's uh, I wish I could rejuvenate quickly like the Giver because this sucks. Trying to pull up my pants. Trying to do anything, actually. Yeah. This is not Welcome fun. to the club. I was reaching in a... Let's make it about me now. Yeah. Hey guys, it's me, Tom. The guy well, who makes you everything about joke. My joke is just that Danielle is just the, the one upper over here. Because I, was, I wasn't feeling the best. Had the sniffles. Me and... I mean, got it from Faye. Because even though she's sick, I get why parents get sick now. Because like Faye's kind of sick. You know, uh, boogers are drooping. I can't stop kissing her. My mm -hmm. little cutie. So obviously I was going to get the sniffles. So I got the sniffles or whatever. So I'm having to actually a decently, I'm like, ugh, I just feel a little off. I'm just kind of having a, ugh, don't feel very good. I'm laying in bed. Daniel, well, I got a wicked headache right now. Like, oh, you can't just let me be sick. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's fine. Which is a funny meme because it's like when guys get sick, it's like the world ends or whatever. Yeah. Not that I needed you to do anything, but it's just funny. I'm like, oh, I can't just be sick. Now you got a big headache. Got it. <laughs> well, then I'm reaching in a bag the other day because I was cleaning up the office and there's a staple in one of the things in there. I'm like, finger goes right into it and i cut the top bend of my pointer finger on my right hand i'm Your a righty knuckle <laughs> the bend part the knuckle is that a knuckle <laughs> is each bend considered a knuckle you have two knuckles per finger yes yeah two knucks yeah damn <laughs> tommy two knucks what did you think the other part was i didn't i didn't say i never really thought i just <laughs> thought the main bend was the knuckle okay i mean i didn't I know think... that the top thing was mini knuck yeah i think so i mean i don't know don't shave i i we're gonna look that up and if you're wrong and i'm being shamed for it but no i mean it makes sense yeah one <laughs> knuckle two knuckle three knuckle four sure oh is that a song no i'm just oh, saying oh it. oh oh okay okay <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> uh, but anyways, my my top knuckle, yes. my uh, my my right pointer <laughs> finger, I got a cut going, uh, like with the finger, so it's vertically, and it's just not been fun because that's actually you don't realize how much when you're typing and using a mouse with your right hand, how much you you bend that thing. Yeah. Uh, so that's been fun. So I'm like, oh, that's all right. Yeah, it is what it is. And then today and then happens, I I'm finger. like, Danielle, let me have something. <laughs> and then Tom's like, hmm, I got a small, uh, you know, amount of money in the mail from a settlement I won. Why don't you go play the fucking lottery? <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> so why don't you go one up me there? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. It was all right. It was all right. I got my times. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so I mean, the Giver is something that, again, I, if I can... If I can leave you guys with something, if, if this was even enjoyable to somewhat even talk about the silliness of said thing, at least look up the history of this thing. Look up maybe a couple fight scenes or something. Just, I don't know. It, it, it seems like it should be, because it is to me, and I'm going to project myself, it should just be part of at least the history of anime with other people. I think it's because with Blockbuster, it's like, why did they have all the greats with Ghost in the Shell and all those? And then they had Guyver. And it's like, sure. Sure, sure why not let's put this with the greats for now so something that annie list um you know it's actually very cool that they have this but when i'm on the giver and i'm on the second act of the original yeah. i haven't obviously looked at the remastered one but it has number eight highest rated from 1991 and then it's the 15th most popular from 1991, which that's actually very interesting. So wait a minute. This thing was slapping in the 90s. Yeah. So people were down for Giver. I think they still are. I just think that they haven't bio boosted yet. I think that mm. they're all zoonoids right ah, now. Yes. You guys are being they a bunch awakened. of zoonoids. Just, yeah. At least look at the suit design. It's kind of crazy. It's a little weird. It is pretty cool. 
I, like I definitely like how it equips in the original rather than the oh, remaster. The original one. had like they really put the put the production into the transformation and then the mm. gyverations as well. But uh yeah, I think at this point we can release the hostages <laughs> known as the folks listening, which <laughs> I don't know about you, but if I some podcast, some I don't know. Sometimes you'll see YouTubers. Hey, what's up? Uh, you know, Ewu, mm-hmm. the Explore with us, the trial thing. So they'll name their listeners or their their fans or whatever that were just sitting here going, "Yeah, anyways, the hostages." <laughs> it's not very nice. Uh, but speaking of this hostage situation, if you've made it to this point, uh, you must be a one hell of a friend of the show, and we appreciate you for the support and making it to this point of every episode. Uh, definitely let us know what you thought of this one uh, wherever you can. And uh, hopefully we're just continuing to uh, just put out some decent ones. You know what I'm saying? We are massive fans of you, and we hope that you're somewhat a fan of us. Uh, we look forward to the uh, the next time we get to talk Giver. Hopefully, I, I, I'm, I'm truly hoping we get to finish it soon. So, Oh, yeah. We'll probably not have an episode on it, but a little blipped. Yes, a little blip. Um, thus is life. So thank you one last time. That's it. I'm done thanking you. And uh, we'll just send you off. Danielle, can you, can you send them out with that thing you do? Bye, guys. <laughs>